calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Temujin, an audio drama. Act 5. Chinggis Khan, Great Khan, Sir. Ah, the Christian. Yes, come in. I'm blessed to be in your tent, in your presence. That's quite all right. You're spoken of like a god by your people. If I were a god, I wouldn't be so keen to hear about yours, would I? Rightly said, Great Khan. (laughs) I'm sorry I haven't been able to greet you sooner. Uh, Tell me your name. William. Uh, William of Rubric. I'm a Franciscan. Do you know what a Franciscan... Of course. Oh, really? You're not the first missionary I've entertained, William of Rubruck. I must admit, I was thrilled to hear you had an interest in our faith. Oh, yes. Among others. Oh. Just tonight, I entertained a Taoist scholar from China. He stood where you do now. An older man, sure, but I compelled him to make the long trip here. His students had spoken so highly of him, and he did not disappoint. And then there was this Islamic scholar from Baghdad. (laughs) A stubborn man, but very clever. A Muslim. Don't let that deter you. My wisdom pales in comparison to yours, Okan. I'm no scholar. But you are a devout Christian. With all my soul, yes. Then you're of use to me. So long as you are, I'll hold you as close to my heart as anybody else in this camp. And if my usefulness should, um... Expire? If it comes to that... (laughs) What, are you afraid of me, William? No. Yes? Should I be? You're nervous. I I can understand that, but there's no need for ceremony here. Why, look at this. 
This is the same robe I sleep in. Are these the trappings of a king? A god? They are very plain robes. <laughs> they are, aren't they? I like to think of myself as a plain man, in spite of everything. And we can talk plainly here. Of course, that sounds wonderful. Would you like to know more about the sacrament of baptism? Uh, I or... have an issue that I'd like to run by you, actually, uh, concerning the affairs of war. I'm unschooled in military strategy, oh Khan. But you are trained in Christian theology and ethics, are you not? I am. That'll do. I think they're inseparable, you know? War and uh, what pleases heaven. Do you believe in heaven, Great Khan? <laughs> Your heaven, you mean? Is that a yes? I strive to do what is good. In my 40 years now, I've seen that the virtuous rise as surely as the wicked fall. You might say this is the work of your god, his all-encompassing design. Well, Many I... of my people say it's the work of the sky, Tengri, of the spirits that comprise all of nature. What do you believe? Uh, if I may so humbly ask, um, oh, Khan, which one do you think is right? I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. What I do know is this. So long as I am in the right, I will never fail in war, in all things. And as someone who considers himself versed in the study of what is right, what pleases heaven, your insight is vital to my continued success. Then how might I help you please heaven, Great Khan? Do you believe we have an obligation to strike down evil where we see it? Oh, strike down? Kill, if it comes to it. I, I mean, you're asking me this, Great Khan. If you have a question, you can ask me directly, William. I don't mean to criticize you. I'm counting on you two. I've told you this. I'm sorry. All I mean is, you are not known for your pacifism, Great Khan. You might have difficulty believing this, but I have never waged a war in my entire life. I've only ever fought out of necessity or self-defense. Until now? A small city to the west. They slaughtered my envoys, sliced off all of their heads, these unarmed travelers, save one. I had only asked for their hand in trade, but their leaders were proud. They, they delighted in the flow of so-called barbarian blood. Oh. Now, left alone, these men would pose no threat to us. But you don't want to leave them alone. I want 
to mobilize a force to raise them from the face of the earth. The corrupt among them, those who delight in senseless bloodshed. I could do it easily. I see. But would I be in the right? Well, there's... I believe you're a man of principle, yeah, oh But Khan. I know about your sixth holy commandment, thou shalt not kill. Doing so needlessly would put me in the wrong, would it not? Actually, theologians have noted a distinction in Exodus between killing and the original Hebrew word, which is closer to murder, which is to say, thou shalt not kill with intention, premeditation, and malice. And what I described isn't malice? Not if you're killing the corrupt to spare the innocent. Oh, there would be needless casualties, countless innocent lives lost, my own men, their blameless citizens, and my orders would kill with fullest intention, fullest premeditation. I don't know what you're asking. Do you hear malice in what I'm suggesting? The slaughter of hundreds, thousands, just to punish the few who deserve it? I have complete faith in you, O oh great and powerful Khan. Cut that out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You really are terrified of me, aren't you? What? What do you think I called you here for? Validation? No. What then? Religious conversion? I, uh... Guess not. Look at me. I'm flesh and blood. A man, same as you. I see that. So why should you fear me like a god? Doesn't everyone? I need you not to. Could we at least agree to that? Great Khan. What, is the sun up already? I have urgent news. What is it, Timur? You know my name. You've done fine enough work to warrant that, and more. But I was just finishing up with this... Timur! Uh, we've spoken, haven't we? You're the guard who's never killed... We're holding the warlord Jamuk prisoner. The Khan. How? When? He was brought in by two of his slaves earlier tonight. But I know you asked not to be disturbed until dawn. We'll pick this up later, William. About your issue... I'll be prepared to help you reach a decision. I gave the order yesterday. Oh. Uh, have a good day, Chinggis. Uh, Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. All three await your sentencing. The slaves have only requested shelter for all the trouble they've gone through. Assemble them immediately, here, in my gear. Oh, and fetch something respectable for the Gurkhan to wear. Right away, Ohan. You'll never guess what I found. You left an hour ago to find milk. 
Couldn't find Kurtz though. <sighs> Give me a sip. Incredible, right? But you know, I don't actually remember what good milk tastes like. This could be near spoiled. I wouldn't even be able to tell. <laughs> That's a gift, being so easy to please. You make it sound like a bad thing. Hey, what do you think our reward will be? My head tells me we should keep our expectations low. But I'm thinking, a farm? Maybe a post? Any kind of soldiering would do. Maybe Genghis Khan will shake our hands. Uh, I hear he's a nice guy. Yeah, we'll see. How much time do you think we have left? Well, the sun's been up for quite a bit. Are you both oh. ready? Not quite, but let's go. Hey, guy, have you tried the milk? Is that from the place next door? Yeah, that's the one. It's awful. What do you think our chances are like? You know I can't say. But you vouch for us, right? I doubt I'd have much of a voice. But if it comes up, I could mention how cooperative the two of you have been. That's more than enough. Thank you. Oh, don't thank me yet. We'll have to fetch your Han on the way over. <coughs> you left him alone? How do you know he didn't just run off while you weren't looking? Oh, trust me. The man is nowhere left to run. You will show due respect while in the presence of Genghis Khan. He decides if you live to see another sunrise. Understood? Yes. Yep. I have a message for the great Genghis Khan. If he will hear it... What's he doing? I don't know. Great Khan, I'll deal with I'll this. I'll hear it. It has come to pass that black crows seize the mandarin duck. That commoners and slaves lay hands on their great Han, my wise sworn brother, how do you abide this crime? These are the ones that brought the Gurkhan? Yes, sir. Step forward. We pledge our support to you, Shingiz Han, to the end of our days. We swear it on our lives. Kill them both. No, no, please, wait, wait. That was quite the spectacle, Great Han. I lack the use or patience for two-faced servants. There are enough of those running around, aren't there? Less these days. Less than there have ever been. You've been busy. Oh, not so much. Not since all opposition to my rule fell by the wayside. Speaking of which, I hear this is the perfect season for self-imposed exile in the mountains. You knew? You could have wiped us out at any time. I've had better things to do with my time, Jamuk. I can see that. You know, I wasn't sure you'd kill them. They swore their loyalty on their lives. If they were so willing to abandon the one, it only made sense to rid them of the other. Wouldn't you agree? This isn't how I remembered you talking. Well, it might be that your memory's failing you. Old man. <laughs> Speak for yourself. We're the same age. 
Now, if I recall right, you're a year older, aren't you? I'd forgotten that. But you didn't, did you? I might still surprise you. Uh, for what little it's worth. These knuckle bones. Are they from... Yes. And you kept them clean? <laughs> as much as I could, but there's still a bit of... Yeah. Quite the achievement. Maybe it's silly. I still remember every word we said that day, Jamok. But how... When you play a game, you bring your best pieces, right? Is that how I put it? Of course. <laughs> it made quite the impression on me. Did it? I had no idea. I relied on your lessons, especially in the early days. Relied? No, no, that's not right. I, I never needed you. I, I did appreciate you, though. What do I have to do to get you to stop thanking me, huh? <laughs> you could try warring against my people for 20 years. Is that all? Consider it done. How is Borte? Oh, between looking after the boys and her rule as empress, she has her work cut out for her. But you know her, that's how she likes it. Boys? Congratulations! Little Jotch is a man now, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He's old enough to think he is anyway. You know, I caught my second-born calling him half-brother recently. I can't begin to describe how terrible it... Maybe that's for another time. Jamuk! Did you ever... No, no, no. Nothing like that. No grand successors to this legacy. The world's probably better off for it. I wouldn't say that. You're a born teacher, Jamuk. Any kid would have been lucky to have you for a father. But that's not an option now, is it? I can see how this would be for the best. If things were different, Jamuk, I... There's no point dwelling. If this is what you want. Don't make it about one. Is it? You were, and always have been, my sworn brother. So you think you have to kill me? What else is there to do? You... Yeah, your boy filled me in. I take it the Gurhan isn't popular around here? But he is well known. Your people want my head. They need closure. And you need? What my people need. Go on then, just... Give the order. Get it done. Are you testing me? No, I'm... I'm trying to be mature. <laughs> After 
20 years. Now you decide to be mature. Excuse me? You're intelligent, Jamuk. You, you always have been, but you're so stubborn. All the intelligence in the world means nothing if you refuse to learn. If you had just joined with me sooner... Sooner? I can't help but dwell. We were born equal, Jamuk. That's how we should have arranged it from the start. What is this? What if... What if... You didn't have to die. Careful. That almost sounded like an offer. I'm a simple man, Jamuk. I don't mince words like you. You smell awful. I know. Great Han, you realize we're not alone here. I'm well aware. Your boy over there. What about him? Nothing. Nothing. What is it? What you're suggesting may destroy you. No need to be dramatic. Your people still despise me. Despise is a strong word. An accurate word. Yes. Do you think I deserve it? I can tell between good and evil, Jamuk. Answer the question. You're questioning my judgment? No, I'm just asking you a question. Have I earned the hate of your people? I don't hate you. I know you don't. I've heard your proposition, Great Han, and I've considered it. I have a counter. What's that? You need to kill me. Kill me. And who are you to tell me what I need? I wonder. You wonder what? Is this how I sounded to you all those years ago? Was I this stubborn? What who you're accusing? Remind me. Who am I accusing of being a stubborn, self-righteous ass? I am the sun that lights up the Mongol sky. I am the grand unifier of all people and the scourge of God. Oh, I like scourge of God. I am Genghis Khan. And you will show due respect. What can I say? You've caught me off guard. Want to redeem a lesson? I doubt I have much left to teach you by way of hunting, but it would seem you've forgotten my most important one. I remember everything you've ever told me. Yet you only quoted me in half just now. If you're playing to win, Bring your best pieces. But that's exactly what I'm doing. And toss the rest. I'm far from your best piece, Temujin. I'm barely a piece. I was your brother once, Temujin. I wish I still could be. Now I'm just the louse in your collar, the splinter at your doorframe. 
I could bring down your empire with a single public embrace. Our empire. It's always been ours. If you so badly wish to honour me, you could give me an aristocratic end without shedding my blood. You can't tell me this is what you wanted. Is it so out of character for me to act in your best interests? Only minutes ago, I could see it written on your face. You And who are you to tell me what I want? I could so easily refuse everything you've asked for. You owe me, Temujin. You know that. Timur? Yes, Genghis Khan. Give the Guru Khan what he wants. I'm ready whenever you are, Timur. Is it done? Yes. Then go. Tell the world. I am the lone sun that lights the morning sky. None remain who would challenge the reign of Chinggis Khan, who has crushed the Gur Khan under his heel. Anyone in this world who would oppose me will meet the same fate, Mongol or no. I'll spread the word, Great Khan. Timur, you've done well today. Very well. My royal guards have an opening in their day shift, if the post is of any interest to you. That... That would be an honor. You've proven yourself valuable. Great Khan, there's one last thing. I've searched him for valuables. He was wearing this when he came in. A golden belt. Do you recognize it? Bury it with him. This was Act 5 of Temujin, an audio drama, written, directed, and composed by Roshan Singh, 
with sound design and audio engineering by Nathaniel Ma. This episode featured Ryan Lim as the priest, Ziad Bagarib as Chinggis Khan, Vivek Ganesh as the guard, Andrew Kwan and Kevin Lowe as the slaves, and Aditya Karkera as Jamuk. Our executive producer is Amabold, and our producers are Kodza Hao and Emma Grimley. Our production team also includes Isabel Perucho as our art director and marketing and outreach manager, Bandaria as our marketing assistant, and Shah Wednesday LaRue as our stage manager. Temujin, an audio drama, was made possible with the generous support of Yale and U.S. College, the Mongolian Embassy in Singapore, Creatives in Spirit, and all of our crowdfunding backers. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.